This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of the Arsenal News Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Boy, have we got some big, big news to talk about today. Uh, Very interesting stories breaking yesterday, which we're going to round up in our roundup of all of yesterday's news. Plus, we're going to be taking your comments and questions in the chat box, as we always do in part two. So sit back, relax, drop a like on the video, subscribe if you're new. Tuck into your breakfast and most of all, of course, welcome. And I hope, as I say, you are indeed doing good and well. Good morning to people joining us in the live chat box. Marcus, Eldabuatsa, Red Star, Amira. Good morning to you guys. Matt G, Nav. Uh, we've got Aiden. We've got Mark. We've got Penny Ween, Morgie, um, NSW, uh, Olu. We've got Dave, Omar, Temi, and plenty of the usual suspects in the chat box as well as always. Good to see so many of you as per. Good morning. Um, let's uh, let's crack on, shall we? And um, we kick off with one of the main stories, actually, in yesterday's FA Youth Cup victory. Uh, Amario Kojadubri scored two penalties amidst a brilliant individual performance overall to help Arsenal come from 2-0 down to win 4-2 and progress to the next round of the FA Youth Cup, where there is, I believe, the potential to play this at the Emirates Stadium, which is quite cool for the young ones. Um, but yes, goals from Camera and goals from Rosiak also helped seal a really impressive comeback. In the 62nd minute, Arsenal were 2-1 down, and by the 68th, they were 4-2 up. Quite the quick turnaround of goals. Uh, having watched back kind of the game, you could watch the game um, on the Arsenal website, I believe, uh, yesterday as well. So if you were indeed available last night to watch it, I hope you enjoyed it. Certainly was worth your time, it seems, in the end. I hope many people didn't turn off when we went 2-0 down. But uh, a really brilliant performance overall. There were some really uh, great talents on display. Lewis Skelly in particular, Nainieri when he came off the bench in the second half. Camera did fantastically well. Lino Souza really impressed too. Uh, but I thought Amario Cozia Dubri was really, really good. Exciting, young, quick, tenacious, really good with the ball at his feet. Not scared to take a shot from range. And it made me think a little bit frustratingly again about the Everton game and maybe think he was on the bench. Why Why not throw him on when you're 1-0 down? Why not create a little bit of chaos and, and throw a young guy into the midst and see what he can do? Maybe a bit of a missed opportunity that, but yeah, that was... Uh... That was that was frustrating. But uh, anyway, let's focus on the positives. And another positive that come out of the youth side is that Miles Lewis Skelly 
has supposedly committed his future to Arsenal and is set to be announced amongst the new round of scholars. There had been a lot of talk about whether or not Lewis Skelly would be one of those players that did commit his future to Arsenal. Plenty of interest in the young midfielder. We're now just hoping that Ethan Ranieri also um, is a player that will indeed sign on with Arsenal for the future. City, Chelsea both looking at the player. So Arsenal are hoping that they can tie Ranieri down for the future. But Lewis Skelly has apparently committed his future to the club and will be announced amongst the latest round of scholars to get their professional contracts. Great news. Uh, now, William Saliba has been explaining uh, in the in some of the quotes that came out after the Everton game that have been delayed. He explained much about the Everton game. He says, on the pitch, we weren't the ones who wanted to win the most. We lacked determination. We lost a lot of balls and we made a lot of mistakes. We weren't good at all today. It's not over. It's behind us. He said the coach's speed after the game, he said that's what was missing in today's uh, was determination. Um, on the pitch, Everton wanted it more than us and they were more hungry to win. Uh, frustrating, of course, to hear him speak like this, but uh, it is just unfortunately uh, the way that it was. But the fact that they admit and recognise the errors that were there and what they need to do to change the way in which they want to move forward is going to be a good thing. And fingers crossed Saliba and co respond in this game against Brentford on Saturday. Now, in the ref watch on Sky Sports, Gabriel was deemed not to have been fouled by Neil Mopé. Surprise, surprise. Uh, that was the main kind of penalty call for Arsenal throughout the game. Looked very clumsy uh, from Mopé. I think if it was given by the referee at the time, maybe we wouldn't have seen VAR overturn it. But because it wasn't given at the time, VAR clearly didn't feel that it was a clear and obvious error. Um, but uh, yes, that's unsurprisingly so was deemed not to have been a penalty on Sky Sports's ref watch yesterday. Now, Arteta is said, according to Rudy Galletti, to be involved in early discussions regarding a potential deal for Declan Rice. Already discussions have taken place um, over the potential move as Arsenal look to sign their priority target for the summer. Are you can sure that we'll be talking about Declan Rice a hell of a lot in the next six months or so leading up to the opening of the transfer window. He is set, of course, to be Arsenal's main target, as I say. And it's said that Arteta has already been involved in potential discussions around the England midfielder. So one to keep your eye on as we move forwards. Now, Anthony Taylor is set to be the man to take charge of Arsenal's game against Manchester City next Wednesday. Yes, this is, I am afraid to be the bearer of bad news in this circumstance. I know that we don't have the best of records of Anthony Taylor in charge. Uh, let's just keep our hands together, hope and pray that he is going to be the guy that see or oversees Arsenal's victory against Man City. But I'm going to be very, very honest and say I'm not too confident of this one. A real shame. Uh, a real shame. But to be honest, I feel at this stage, I don't care who's appointed the referee of these games. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter because we just can't rely on the quality of these officials these days. Now, our main story of the day, which I'm going to spend the most time on this morning, I'm sure we'll probably dominate our section two with questions from you guys in the chat box, is the Manchester City faced explaining around 100 breaches of financial rules after a four-year investigation. The news was broken by Martin Ziegler, who... Um, quoted the uh, the Premier League announcement saying Man City charged by Premier League with numerous breaches of financial rules following a four-year investigation and it's described as being what is 
unprecedented. Uh, now, I've got the article available to me. I don't want to really want to read through the whole thing because it's quite long, but I'll read you through some of the details. Uh, in accordance with the Premier League rule W821, uh, the Premier League confirms that it has referred a number of alleged breaches of the Premier League rules by Manchester City to a commission under Premier League rule w 3-4. The details of the Premier League rules that the club is alleged to have breached are as follows. Now, it's it's very long, and I'm not going to read you for all the codes because it won't mean anything to us, um, but there's more than apparently around 100 separate breaches. These span from the years of 2013-14 to 2017-18. There's things talking about potential payments to players and managers. It's chaotic, is what this is. I've never seen something like this. Now, the BBC, and in the way in which they have uh, explained it, if I read you their kind of explanation of this, in a statement, the Premier League said City breach rules requiring them to provide an accurate financial information that gives a true and fair view of the club's financial position. This information covered club revenue, which includes sponsorship income and operating costs, and further alleged breaches relate to rules requiring full details of manager renew, remu, remuneration. Remuneration. Don't know what that is. I'm going to quickly Google what remuneration is. <laughs> it's a word that it comes up saying a word Tom can't say. Money paid for work or a service is what it means. New to me. Um, so full details of managers being paid for a service, basically, from the 2009-10 to 2012-13 seasons when Roberto Mancini was in charge. And player remuneration. Why do they keep using that word? Uh, between 2010 uh, and 2016. The Premier League said City breached rules related to UEFA regulations, including financial fair play from 2013 to 2017-18, as well as Premier League rules on profitability and sustainability from 2015-16 to 2017-18. And in 2020, a European footballing uh, governing body ruled that UEFA uh, the rather city committed serious breaches of FFP regulations between 2012 and 2016. However, a two-year ban for UEFA competitions was overturned by the Court of Arbitration for Sport later that year. And UEFA began its investigation into City after German newspaper De Spiegel published leaked documents in November of 2018 alleging that the club had inflated the value of a sponsorship deal. The proceedings of the commission chaired by Murray Rosen Casey will be confidential and heard in private. And finally, when the Premier League investigation began, City said the allegations were entirely false and the allegations in De Spiegel came from illegal hacking and out-of-context publication of City emails. Now, I know that's a lot of <laughs> a lot of information, so sorry for that. Um, but uh, it's kind of a bit mad. Uh, to give you kind of uh, to give you kind of my view of this, I am kind of in a weird position because there's part of me that obviously, and by the way, for those that don't know, the, the possible sanctions include the likes of points docking, uh, relegation, expulsion from the league, and fines and slaps on the wrist and stuff like that, from small things to big things. Now, I think this is going to drag on a hell of a long time. I don't think we're probably going to see the outcome of this chaotic story this season. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, I don't think we're going to see uh, an outcome in 2022-23. I don't think that's going to happen. And so that means probably whatever happens will not affect the current Premier League. I might be wrong, but I just can't see this one not dragging on for a ridiculously long amount of time. Pep Guardiola is going to be facing plenty of questions in this week's press conference, that's for sure. Um, and you can be sure that they'll be doing plenty of answering of those questions, but refusing to talk about it, I'm sure. Um, I would rather that any sanctions that they face uh, happened at the end of the season call me mad. I just don't really want an asterisk put next to any kind of potential Arsenal title win. And I know that some people will turn around to me and say, it doesn't matter if we win the season and they face 
a points deduction, we would have earned it fair and square and because we did it in the right way. But there is part of me would, that would like to win the league, knowing that we've done it with City not having that deduction and we we beat them because we beat them. Do you know what I mean? I suppose if you win it by a certain number of points, it still opens that gap up that it wouldn't have mattered whether or not they got the points deduction or not. But you could then always argue that the psychological element is there as well and having that points deduction changes the outcome of potential future games for them as well because of the mindset of the players too. It's difficult, but do you know, I hope you know what I mean by that. If I was talking about it with the boys on the Arsenal Lounge last night, I said to Mo, would you rather see City relegated at the end of the season or them get a 10-point deduction right now he said he'd rather see them get deducted points, you know, because it gives us the best opportunity of winning the league this season. And also he made a very good point in the sense of if we win, the, I'd rather win the league with an asterisk next to it than not win the league at all. And I get that. Um, and it does make sense. But what if what if they get points deducted and we still don't end up winning it, if you know what I mean? So, you know, I'd rather like to win the league without this chaos going on. But there's also a very strong point to say that if they are indeed guilty of these alleged offences, then they should face whatever punishment they're due. And they've already been, you know, they've already gained plenty from breaching all of these different rules and regulations. Whether or not any other further clubs face similar kind of breaches and uh, sanctions uh, and further investigation, we'll have to wait and see. It does make you sit there and kind of hope and pray that your own club has not been doing anything silly uh, and that we won't have to ever, as fans, have to deal with what Manchester City fans are going through. Let's be honest, Man City fans aren't at fault in this. And I'm certainly not laughing at Manchester City supporters in any way, shape or form. You know, they would have hoped that their club would have got to this level by doing things by the book. And if that doesn't seem to be the case, if this investigation does lead to uh, a guilty charge putting forward, um, you know, they're going to be absolutely gutted as supporters in the same way that I would be absolutely gutted if it turned out that my club did stuff wrong and faced uh, these kind of problems. So let's wait and see what happens with the Man City case. Uh, we'll, of course, keep you updated on anything, any big changes that, that happen in this space or time. But yeah, it's uh, it's one that I think is probably going to drag on um, and is going to take a long, long time to sort out. Now, uh, tonight, um, I don't know why. Have I not been showing you? Have I not been showing you the slides at all throughout this? <laughs> have I been just talking to the screen? I really hope that's not the case. I really hope you've been able to see all the slides the whole time. I might not have been. You may not have seen any of the slides I just made throughout this whole program. I hope that you have been able to see them. Uh, if it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, if, if you haven't, I've just talked through it. So there you go. Um, but tonight I'll be doing a uh, transfer review, a title race um, review with Ask Blog Clive and Kevin Campbell. And uh, we obviously have done this a few times. Uh, we've done this quite a few times throughout the season, um, last season, last year, and at the end of every single uh, transfer window, we uh, we usually sit down and have a chat, and we'll be doing that tonight. So myself, Ask Blog Clive, and Kevin Campbell will all uh, be uh, looking at the, the transfer uh, situation, what we did in the window, uh, what we did uh, in terms of the title race. And, of course, uh, any kind of the chaos with City going on right now, we'll be talking about it. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. You had no slides. Look, I made them all. I'll even scroll back through all of them for you. Look, they're all here. <laughs> I was actually scrolling through them but behind the scenes. They're all there. There they are. Look, Lewis Skelly, Saliba, Gabrielle, Declan Rice, Anthony Taylor, 
and Manchester City. <laughs> They're all there. I did make them. I just didn't show you them. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I've never done that before. Oh, dearie me. I hope that you did see them if they were off. I don't know why I would have got rid of them if I didn't. But uh, yeah, maybe maybe numeration um, was was the, the wrong way to do it. I'm going to have to watch this back. And did, did, did you actually? Anyway, let's go to part two and hope for no more chaotic mess of a, of a show that we've got for you today. Anyway, let's go. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. I'm really curious now if I did, if you did see the slides or not. I'm going to quickly look back on the what the live you played. Yes, you did see the slides. Why, for some reason, did I not think you saw the slides throughout the whole thing? You saw them for that. I don't know. I've now created a genuine like paradox where I'm confusing myself, and everyone's saying no in the chat box. I despise you. <laughs> you're liars. You're liars. You're scoundrels is what you are. Um, <laughs> Sam says it was funny, so we ran with it. <laughs> you guys, honest. Last two days, yesterday, I'm being bullied, literally bullied for, for going to away games. Now you're lying to me about whether or not I've actually shown you all the hard work I put into these shows every single morning. Um, if that doesn't deserve a like on the video, I don't know what does. <laughs> Please do. Um, let's go to your questions then. Uh, Zara says, Tom, Pep Guardiola said that he would leave City if anything shady is revealed and he loses his trust in his employers. Is this possibility then that he will leave mid-season? Uh, again, I kind of don't expect this to be resolved until quite some time in the future. So we may see Pep end up leaving later uh, if he does make do on that promise. Um, we'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, yeah, I did see the video where he admitted that. Um, I think I saw another video coming out where he was actually asked about potential payments and he just basically refused to answer the question. was just like, oh my God, how could you even ask me that? <laughs> well, I suppose this is, this is probably why that journalist asked you the question, Pep. So there you go. Um, Gavin says, what YouTube training is available, Tom? <laughs> <laughs> cheeky guy, cheeky, very cheeky. Uh, Ian says, do you think there's a direct correlation between us not getting our primary transfer targets and some bloke who does daily transfer shows with in-depth analysis of these targets? Oh, <laughs> this is this is too much now. Uh, Michael says, do you think in the near future, Chelsea will be penalised for their recent transfer business? It will. Uh, it's wild to me that a club could spend that much in so little time. Again, uh, I do think the the um, there's a good video on TIFO that kind of explains his amortisation and kind of the spreading of that payment across loads of years of contracts that kind of apparently means they can do it all. 
But who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? This city thing is unprecedented, it said. So we'll have to wait and see if anything changes. Uh, Tom says, the worst bit was that your mic was off the whole time. <laughs> uh, Marcus says, are the rumours true that Tom's good lady has banned him from going to away games yet? No, no, she has. She has not banned me yet. Although I did tell her about all you guys bullying me yesterday and she suggested that maybe I shouldn't go to games, but I think that's just because she wants to spend more time with me. Uh, Nick says, if City are found guilty of the charges, do we sue them or the Premier League for not marshalling the members of the league correctly? I don't know, Nick. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know if that's, that's something you could do. I, don't, I have no idea. I have no idea at all. Uh, Constantine says, hey, Tom, why don't we sign Tielemans? Uh Tielemans apparently wanted to stay at Leicester to the end of the season so he could leave on a free, most likely so that he can earn himself a free transfer in the summer to get a significant bump in pay and a signing on fee as well. Uh, Jason says, what punishment would you prefer if City were found to be guilty? I mean, if they are guilty of all these charges, they should be relegated. Like that, That's what should happen. They should, like, point stocking, I don't think. If it's over 100 breaches of these rules, if that does turn out to be true and they are guilty of these alleged offences, then absolutely they should be relegated. Without a shadow of a doubt, they should go down. My dad would love that as a Gillingham fan. It's kind of payback for the late 90s playoff final fiasco. Uh, Daniel Finney says, do you believe that now City getting there investigated with the FA win, uh, do you think that then they'll turn to Chelsea's spending? Um, I don't, again, I don't know. Um, but it depends on whether Chelsea have been doing things by the books or not. If they haven't, then I'm sure that we'll find out about it. If they have, then you won't. So yeah, but ultimately, I, I don't know. Um, Fuad says, hey, mate, any update on the TalkSport partnership you announced last year? That's that's actually been going on in the background. As I said, it only affects the audio. Um, so if you listen to this on Spotify or iTunes, um, you would have heard a little thing at the start of every single audio or thing that says kind of uh, this podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport fan network. So TalkSport basically distribute the the show across iTunes and Spotify and stuff like that. And they're launching this whole fan network thing soon. They've not officially launched it yet. So um, I announced it because they're, they're distributing it and have been distributing it. So maybe a lot of you that have found the show across social media platforms or maybe across Spotify or iTunes, you would have probably found the show more likely because TalkSport have helped to distribute it. So that's it. But as I said before, it didn't change anything about YouTube. It didn't affect YouTube or what I do on YouTube anyway. It's just for the audio only side of things. So I hope that that answers your question. Um, Vlad says, Tom, isn't it unfair for the manager to be asked about situations such as this city one? Shouldn't someone higher up face answers to the questions? Uh, yeah, and I think that someone who was it? Um, I can't remember who it was actually. Um, but some manager turned around and said that it's unfair. Maybe it was Antonio Conte actually. I think he turned around and said something like, "You know, it's I'm not the CEO. We shouldn't have to answer these questions. I'm always the front of the club and facing questions that should be directed at people higher up than me that make those decisions." And I think you know, despite the fact we don't really like Conte because he's the manager of those lot down the road, but he's right. Like the manager shouldn't be the one having to face up and front up to all the questions that the club are guilty of of having done. Um, why should he? You know, it should be more. We should have more regular uh, communication with the executives, but we don't. And with the weekly access to the managers through press conferences, they're always going to be the ones that face them. Abinash says, "Title of City are stripped." Of their titles, should the second place teams be handed the Premier League? Personally, teams like Arsenal, we were dealt a harsh blow as well as our best players couldn't be retained. Um, I don't know if that would happen. I don't know if they would strip them of their titles. I don't know if that would then award the second place sides 
um, the league, you know, that would probably see a lot of the likes of Liverpool and Man United and Chelsea potentially getting hold of more titles than they already have. Um, it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult to know whether or not that's the fair way to go about it um, because you've got a, a rogue option in the league if they are indeed guilty and that affects the legitimacy of those league wins. But uh, very, very difficult indeed. Um, <laughs> Viraj says, the TGT fam are trying to wind up Tom like Mope. Yeah, look, guys, you're being the Mopes of, of the YouTubing chatboxing world. Don't be like Mope. Don't be that guy. Don't try and wind me up. <laughs> You don't want to be like Mope. It should be like a written rule of life. Try to avoid being like Mope as much as feasibly possible. Um, Mohammed says, hi, Tom. Look at Anana in our match against Everton. He was a superb monster. And that's why we say Edu failed in the window. We should have put him high on our summer list in case the Rice deal failed. What are your thoughts? Well, he turned around and told Chelsea to kind of do one. He rejected the move to Chelsea and said that he was staying. If you haven't seen the video clip circulating after the Everton game, he actually comes out and does a video where he says, I'm effing staying. Um, he had no interest in leaving Everton and wanted to help them stay up. So I don't think it matters um, whether or not that was going to be the case. Uh, Hass says, I'd love Pep to leave. Uh, we might be able to join the club of being able to retain a title. I would all, I would like the audio on these videos as well as the slides, please. Um, <laughs> honestly, you guys just can't help yourselves this morning, clearly. Uh, Neil says, let's be real. City ain't being relegated or points being dots. They will pay their way out of a serious sanction. Um, look, I don't know how it's going to go, um, Neil. I have no idea how it's going to go. I think that yeah, if, if they have to pay their way in terms of a fine, if that's what you mean, I think that fines are typically the way that these things ended up kind of going. It's usually clubs are fined for these types of situations. Nothing serious ever kind of happens. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Sasha says, do we know if yet yeah, if Partey's substitution was down to Arteta being careful with him or whether it was purely tactical? Uh, we don't. Uh, and we probably won't know until his press conference or training pictures this week. So hopefully if we do uh, speak to the manager, which we should be before Brentford, I think Kyle will be there this week. Uh, we'll hear more about it from him. Uh, any update on Smith Rowe, Sasha? No, uh, none on him. Again, we'll have to wait until Arteta's press conference. Uh, let's go to Mike, who says, Tom, what do you think will happen? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, I can't make a prediction about it because I genuinely don't know. My If I did make a prediction, it probably that nothing will happen because nothing ever big has ever happened for English clubs. It just hasn't. Um, that would be a prediction based on absolutely no knowledge or information about or understanding of these situations. So no idea, no idea at all what is going to happen. Uh, TJ says, Tom, do you think if City do get docked points, other teams such as relegated ones could argue that they should get their points back? And this is what I mean. You're absolutely right, TJ. If they are relegated and arguably they shouldn't have been as good as they are, there'll be teams that have gone down that could turn around and be like, well, maybe we were never would have gone down if... City had been at the level that they should have been without what they've been doing. Maybe they would have got relegated themselves. Who knows? It's impossible to know. So that's the kind of chaotic mess that we're dealing with here um, because of this ridiculous incident. Um, Dave says, for once, I'm leaning towards something historic here with City, having listened to Josh on the Discord intensely. Josh apparently doing all the Lord's work on the Discord server. Uh, Ethan says, Tom... Um, screw Mikel Arteta's press conferences. Get to Pep and grill him. <laughs> uh, to be fair, I should probably start travelling to City away games just so they start losing games. That's probably the, what I should be doing, to be fair, should it not? 
Um, Dom on Twitch. Uh, we do stream these on Twitch. It says, hi, Tom, and thank you for joining me over there. Do, sorry if you've already covered this, uh, but how do you think Jorginho did when he came on? I thought he looked surprisingly mobile and progressive. He looked more mobile than I had been told by a billion Arsenal fans that say that he can't run. Um, I felt it was a really kind of difficult situation for him to come into the game. I really do think that if um, I, I really do think that, that if they were in a situation where with Partey's not 100% fit, Jorginho should have just started the game. You know, let him go in from the game from moment one. Don't let him have to come in halfway through and have to get up to speed with things. You know, I think we should have let him start it. Do you know what I mean? It makes a little sense to me why we didn't then allow Jorginho to play the whole game instead and risk Partey. It was a bit of a strange one. Um, let's go to Marcus. He says, when will you do a show with Bailey? Um and yeah, I mean, uh, Bailey came on recently, and uh, I'm sure Bailey will come on in uh, in the near future. Um, I don't know why he wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. We obviously do like these odd shows, or we get guests on. So, yeah, I'm always down for having Bailey back on. Um, top guy. James says it has taken four years for the Premier League to bring these charges, and will this not be resolved anytime soon? I'm sure that there will be a big bulge in the carpet in a couple of years' time. Uh, we'll have to see if anything does indeed happen, either in the short or long or both term, uh, if that's even the way that you should describe it. Um, Dave says, are you going to do anything with Clive soon? Um, yes, I am tonight. <laughs> I don't know if you were setting me up there, Dave, to try and plug this show again. Um, but as I said, tonight, 6pm UK time, I'll be joined by Blog, Clive and Kev Campbell uh, to talk about the title race, about transfers that we've done, and of course, a bit more about this city chaos going on at the moment. So, yes, Dave, I will be doing plenty more with Clive tonight. Uh, I've got to this late. So, there you go. It's a good question to ask, Dave. It set me up quite well for that uh, very nice and selfish plug. So, there you go. Uh, Sean says, Tom, could you invite Latte Family to show? FK is welcome anytime he likes. He's a very busy man, though, with work. So, uh, Often doesn't have the time to, to jump on elsewhere. But uh, FK is, again, someone who is certainly always welcome. Penny, are you doing anything with Arsblog lately? Hmm. Hmm. Anyway, yes, I've got to send them all reminders today. But they have all agreed. They're not contractually obliged to turn up, but they've all agreed to come on tonight. So hopefully you'll be seeing every single one of them this, this evening at 6 o'clock. If not, something has changed in their schedule. But uh, yes, tonight we are due to have... This show, 6 p.m. UK time, 6 p.m. So set your alarms. Uh, make sure you tune in. Should be a good one. Anyway, thank you, everybody, for tuning in uh, to today's show. Uh, sorry for the chaos this morning and me having a bit of a brain fart about whether or not I'm even showing you slides, which it turned out I did, and then convinced myself that I didn't when I actually did. Um, so, so, yeah, let's hope that tomorrow morning's show is a little bit smoother um and uh i don't you know lose the capacity to think uh in in the show as well uh thank you so much do drop a like on the video subscribe if you new i should be should be with you at 10 a.m this morning um on the arsenal way as well so i can see you in that chat box and then as i say 6 p.m tonight uh we'll be having our show uh with uh the boys uh, to talk about all things arsenal have a fantastic day i will see you again very very soon uh, enjoy yourselves get through tuesday worst day of the week for me i just don't like tuesdays <laughs> and as always up the arsenal quick thing nearly 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 forgot and it's really awful of me that i nearly did but if you are a listener uh, that is based in turkey or syria or you have family or friends in those areas 
my thoughts are with you and i hope that everyone that you know and are friends with family with are safe and sound and if not i'm incredibly sorry and uh, i am indeed thinking of you at this very very tough time It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.